Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, this is Chesney Hawks here. You are watching My Hammers 11 with the one and only Russ. Hi everybody, Russ from My Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please see subscribing and hitting the bell icon. It's made every time we put new content on. As always, we'd like to thank our lovely channel sponsors, Untuck It. Check them out in the description below. Today's guest, well, it's it's the afternoon, it's, it's the morning. It? I mean, we've, I mean, Ches is from the LA as well. Ches is in the LA is as well. So. Yeah, he's in LA. Oh, I'll have to, uh, we'll have to start a supporters club. I know there's a supporters club out here. I've Hollywood never Hammers, yeah. Watched. We've had, yeah. we've had, um, uh, Longers, James Longman, he's on there as well. So the, he's the exec producer of the Late Late Show. So, uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Hi, Sam. How are you? <laughs> I'm not bad. I'm not bad. We had an earthquake here actually at four o'clock in the morning this morning. Oh, shit. Been up since four o'clock. So it's, oh, uh, no early rise today <laughs> oh god oh dear oh dear that's the type of thing i would that would happen to me you know because obviously it's easter bank holiday at the moment this will go out on the tuesday anyway but an easter bank holiday so typically you know all week you know get up for work normal time and you're thinking <laughs> oh okay brilliant i'm gonna lie in no 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 yeah Daughter, exactly. wife ping at six o'clock in the morning oh, for god's sake <laughs> for god's sake <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't need it this morning. No, 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 no. But I mean, we've had it all here. We've had it was we've had a lovely Easter, and then it, and it snowed this afternoon. I just saw that because it's been hot there, and then it was it snowed as well, didn't it? Yeah, it snowed. I walk into Sainsbury's and it snowed. I was like, oh, I tell you what, this this country, man, this country. <laughs> no wonder, no wonder you fucked off to back to LA. So yeah, exactly, exactly. One exactly. of the reasons. Yeah, I can imagine, man. But we don't get many earthquakes here, so you know yeah <laughs> swings and roundabouts a bit swings and roundabouts anyway how have you been my friend how have you been i'm good um back in la we've done the road show this year um <laughs> pretty much lived in every country possible um and we've got back to where we started so it's, <laughs> <laughs> um but it's good it feels i've got to say it feels like life's getting back to normal again yeah. so i know you're a little bit behind us here but it's here everything's back open again um people nearly 
a lot of people over a quarter of the population is vaccinated so it's it's starting to we're starting to it feels like normal life again other than a mask yeah. it feels like normal life there's not much yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. do anymore so nah. it, it's a bit more of a positive mood mm. no i think it's the same here though to be honest i think it's the same here i mean we've got I don't know how many of it's a fair percentage have had their first vaccination already here. So yeah, I mean, you know, next week the pub's open. That's what I mean. So it, it's, <laughs> it's better. you want to see people getting back to work and, and things yeah. like that. So I'm desperate just to get back into an office now. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I am as well, actually. Now I just think, I, people. yeah, I was thinking about the other day. It's like uh, the last time I got on the train, because my <laughs> office shut down, I was in Farringdon, that shut down pretty sharpish. The last time I got on a train was West Ham versus Southampton. Then the previous, no, so it wasn't, it was Man United when we played the Man United game this season when we had 2,500 yeah. fans in. Then the last time before then was the Southampton game, whenever that was, like, ages ago. I haven't been on a train since, like, over a year. It's re- re- crazy, absolutely crazy. But, yeah, hopefully, it seems that things are starting to starting to get in the, the right way. Um, so we'll see, yeah. At the time of asking, I think Boris is just about to go on and, and tell us about our new system or traffic oh, system. well hopefully it's good <laughs> who knows who knows who knows yeah. but it's all good yeah and hopefully we start getting some fans back in the stadium for the last game of the season which would be cool um the yeah. southampton game i think ten thousand. so i mean that's one thing that's kept us going isn't it sam to be honest i mean west ham you know it's just yeah it's mental isn't it like it's weird it's and i know you're the same but it, it's our life yeah it, it, it's for me it's everything revolves yeah. around like my i'm so used to now it was funny i went back to live in europe for six months um and i found it so weird having games at three eight o'clock it's it takes your whole day up because i'd I'd watch every single game whereas in la the games start at five o'clock in the morning so i'll get up and they're finished by one so you've still got your day so i was getting the old woman saying Oh, you're always watching bloody football, but she's never noticed it before because she was asleep for a bit of it. So yeah, it's uh, so I'm back up to my time. But it's uh, being back now. I realise the Champions League and the midweeks are difficult because yeah. it's sort of midday mm. and you they're on almost. Not West Ham. I'm, I'll be watching that today. So that's yeah, the big one today. Big one today. Big one today. Without Mr. Rice. Oh no! I just uh, I saw it about an hour ago, and I'm. <laughs> I nearly crashed the car when I was reading it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh, just when it was about to go. This is because I think as a West Ham fan, you think this is it. This is where it all goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's like the it's the bump in the road we've all been waiting for. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's all it's the it's the it's the three nil loss to Burnley at home or something like you know. There's always one, and it's just this instead. I mean, we had like a little. There was like for about I don't know about a day. We were a bit worried about the suit. Remember, Suchet got sent off against Fulham, yeah. and we said, "Oh, that's it. It's ruined. Season's over." And then it got rescinded. So it's like, "Oh." And then it's like this one's like, "Fuck it." I was kind of worse. It's going to be like it's a big of smoke and mirrors, and then he comes out with a captain's armband. You're like, "Yeah, yeah. come on, That's what I think. That's what I think. Obviously, this is going out on Tuesday, so we could be all proved wrong. Yeah. You know, yeah. could be a real sort of Beatles about moment. You know, Andrew yeah. could have done a, like a prank on us all. You know, April Fool's is extended until uh, the fifth of April, but no, yeah, exactly. I don't think it will, unfortunately. But yeah, but I mean, it's 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 times like these where. West Ham comes out its own, you know what I mean? It's like it's a face of adversity, and God, we've had enough this season already in terms of you know, lo- you know conceding goals early and stuff like that. So yeah. that we'll see, and whatever happens, wherever we finish is going to be a great, we've had a great season anyway. So 
I think um, so. Been, yeah. I think I suppose it's been one of the most enjoyable seasons that I can remember. Mm. Yeah, me too. The Billich, obviously, first season. Uh, but mm. before that, I would say it's back to Harry's era. That's what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I was I mean, even the Billich season. Pardew's first year in the Premiership, that was Maybe. a really good year. Yeah, because um, you got to see got final. Yeah. That was a blinding year because we could have actually finished higher that year, but we've started resting the players at the end, didn't we? Yeah. And it was, uh, but that that was probably, oh, that was 06, wasn't it? I think that was probably my favourite year of watching football. Yeah. I went to see everything that year. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I think, I think we did a little thing the other days. Like, I think that, I think that bowling season was, was, was an amazing season because of it was the last season of the bowling. I think if we yeah. took that out of, our, took that out of isolation, um, I don't think it was. I don't think it would have been as a, as a, as a phenomenal season as as we had. We, it's just that everything was like, oh, it's the last time we play Arsenal at the bowling. It's the last time we play Southampton. You know what I mean? Um, this season's different. I think this season is. As I, I'm similar to you. I think it's probably reminiscent of the season where we finished fifth with with Harry when it was you know Ian Wright and yeah and and, and Razor and and people yeah. like that. And so yeah. It's 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 enjoyable, isn't it? It's enjoy. But it's, I was talking to some guy today, a, a Wolves fan, and and um, he was asking me, you know, what was so different about this season to last season? I mean, you know, you know, in terms of personnel wise, relatively similar, bar the right back, really. How we finished the season last season, I just it's think it's a collective. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a. I've been a big voice for a couple of years on Fredericks and Cresswell, yeah. um, and I just. If you'd have asked me last year, I, I honestly thought they were the two worst fullbacks in the league. We can see goals from there nearly every game. Yeah. I have to give them their due. Cresswell is, has been mm -hmm. phenomenal. Um, and I actually think Fredericks has been very unlucky not to play yeah. more because I think when he's played, he's done very well. Mm -hmm. um, it's Burnley, I think it was, when he played in that higher position. He, he, I yeah. thought he was brilliant. Um, so you've got to really give the coaching staff they, mm -hmm. what they've done to them because they've transformed these two players. Cresswell was a fantastic player for us. Yeah. But I just felt that he was getting beat too easy. We, we conceded goals from there all the time. But when you look at them this year, it's, they look, Cresswell looks like he, he, he should be in the England setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's crazy. It is. It's, it's mental. I, I call it um, I call it moisification. It's a verb to moisify. And that's what he does with players, it seems. He moisifies them into these, like you look at him and you look at, Someone like, someone like uh, Fournals. So obviously, Fournals was bought by Pellegrini as like a tricky number ten. And yeah, sort of transformed him into this sort of integral midfielder. Which I think you know, the, when we lost uh, Man United game and the Arsenal game, or well, we practically lost, we got a point, but he felt like a defeat, didn't it? Um, he wasn't playing. I think he makes a massive difference, and he's done the same. He seems to be doing the same with Frederick, as he said, pushing him into more advanced role. Masuaku yeah. as well, you know. That's another one. Well, look, how did it? Well, did he start the season? Yeah, the guy I, I thought was awful. Um, yeah. I would say, but he's become. Like, I'm can't wait for him to be back. No, exactly. Five at the back. I thought we. I still think it was probably our best formation. But yeah. and I, I was so worried when we went to the four. But then it looks like we've got two great formations now. So it's, yeah. It's uh, we look like a team with a plan finally. Yes, no, Not I agree. It's players just thrown on a pitch. No, I agree. There seems to be like something being built, you know. Um, yeah. it's where that billet season was a great season in isolation. I wouldn't say there was a real plan, it was no. like apart from just give it to Pyatt. That was the plan, 
yeah, exactly. Well, it seems like, you know, things have been built and, you know, and, and Moyes is talking about, obviously in January, we didn't buy a striker, but he was like, oh, but I want to get, and he's like, he's planning three or four. And obviously next season it will be, okay, well, then we need, like, we need to replace Fabianski next summer and, and Mark next summer, you know, so there's, yeah. there's like this, like building blocks and it's, it seems to be the right way. And if we finish, say we finish, say sixth this season, fifth or sixth, and say next season we finish seventh, you know, that's that to me is, is a is a great couple of seasons and you know that's that's what we need to do we need to be in that top eight you know top eight we should be um based on that team you know and um hopefully you know this i think in a weird way i always look in the positives for everything and i think declan rice getting injured is actually a bit of i'm not saying blessing. no why am i saying it but yeah. it's a bit of a blessing in disguise because we've 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 never had a plan b you know Dex played so much yeah we rely on him and and there's and there's i think he's played something ridiculous like 50 something consecutive premier League, a whole season and a half even more i think it's like yeah i think it's almost yeah something like that. The other day. um yeah. 90 minutes straight or so i don't know if that includes in england and things like that but it was we rely far too heavily on this kid yeah um, but he is he's, I mustard. He's, he's up there with the most special players i've ever seen yeah he's mustard He's absolutely brilliant, and and I and I think actually it's going to help us out a bit. It gives us a plan B, um, and also it convinces people, you know, higher up the food chain, so to speak, that you know we need this guy. We need him timed down to a, a long term contract and da, 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 and all this as well because he's so I integral. I can't see why we've not made him the highest paid player in the club's history. Yeah, really. that's yeah. what that's what I don't. Get say you know I, what I, you're captain you're the we're going to give you the money that you deserve because I think yeah. he does deserve it because he's been there what four seasons now five seasons yeah, yeah. like first name on the team sheet I, I I don't know if him probably gets frustrated and he looks at people like Yarmolenko and things like that on more money yeah uh, I don't know and you could go to a bigger club and get that money yeah. Well, I'm putting this out there, by the way. No, no, but I think also, but I don't think he's he's necessarily influenced by money, unlike a Yarmolenko. Do you know no, what I mean? No, I know. Uh, I, know. I think it's all going to come down to there's going to be money in it. Yeah, some, yeah there will be because it's a there short career. Because it is. Yeah, got ten years to make as much as he can. People yeah. going mad about Harry Kane now. What would Harry Kane earn if he'd gone to Real Madrid for the last five years? Um, that's a classic example isn't it so like compared to him and gareth bale for example you know how much more money is gareth as gareth bale than harry kane and how many games has he played you know compared to harry kane but exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah interesting we'll see it's gonna be a good interesting summer i think it's gonna be interesting summer across everyone you know crystal palace they've, they've got like 15 first teamers who are out yeah. of contract plus their manager i mean i don't think actually Moyes has signed a new contract yet technically i know no, he's got a roll on at the end of the summer down. i think so I think we've. Uh, it's nice. Do you know what with Moyes? When he when he got there, he looked like he had the weight of the world on him. His yeah. face was ashen. Every time you saw him, he was grey. All of a sudden, he's got a bit of colour back in his. Yeah, chest. he's smiling he, a lot more, isn't he? Indeed, but I think what he was clever with as well, and probably what Frank didn't do at Chelsea, is he's got experienced coaches next to him. Yeah, um, and he's brought in the the Nolan factor of a bit the old West Ham. But Stuart Pearce, he's been a manager. He's been in England. He's been yeah. he's been there. Um, Irvine, obviously, but he's bought the right people. And I think that's probably what Frank let himself down on. He probably needed a, a Steve Clark next to him. Yeah. yeah. Um, even, so, even... That weren't good enough, but I think you need that bit of experience there as well. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I think with Frank as well. I think Frank was always Frank was always on high to nothing. You know, my my yeah. view of, of that was, you know, no one. There's no one in the world who's a respected manager who would take on that Chelsea job of not spending any money. You got to play with the kids. Oh, Frank would do it. He's like a legend. If it goes all to shit, it's like, well, you can okay because he had a bad. You know, as soon as, as soon as money was available, um, yeah, you know, he wasn't the right man for the job. But uh, that was that was a terrible shame. Couldn't happen to a nicer person. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right so sam first question he says we've got a, a 15 minutes where we're in why west ham sam you know you talk so passionately about it i know you obviously you know you get up at three o'clock in the morning to watch games and but why why west ham so the day i was born uh my uncle uh bought me a west ham teddy uh and it's still actually on my boy's bed now um Brilliant. but that was it from day one um yeah. my dad wasn't actually big into football really um and I'm going to put it out there right now. He probably went and watched Tottenham more than anyone. Um, <laughs> his mates were Tottenham fans. He wasn't really massive into football. And then as I got more into football, I probably got... Do you know what? I think I heard this the other day. I think our first game ever was the same game. Was it? Was yours uh, Oxford? Yeah, Oxford United, 92, 93, 53. That was my first first game as well. Perfect. The, uh, so that was my first time. So I got into it around that time. 92 would probably be where I started... My first kit was the white BAC Windows kit. Nice. So that yeah, was yeah. that was that era. And then I, I suppose I didn't really understand it as much, but that was the first game. And after that first game, I was just hooked. Um, yeah. And then I had a season ticket from that day. Um, go away a lot. Um, and then I had a season ticket up until I was, oh, until I moved away to so 2011. Um, always sat in the West Stand. Um, so, yeah, it was, I suppose, I not classed as a real supporter really because i was in i was one of them he's in, yeah, he's, he's in the seat yeah. I, like, I like the uh i like the comfort of football um <laughs> yeah nice uh but yeah that was that was me really and it's i'm just obsessed by it um yeah it's weird and and petra she has no idea why she just can't understand it um but it's like everything about my life revolves around west ham like yeah. i won't, will not do something on that day if west ham's playing um so we have to look oh what day are we going out the weekend oh saturday no i can't do saturday we'll have to do sunday okay yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's um yeah it's weird because it doesn't feel like i haven't been going for 10 years i'm now the yeah. Armchair fan which i never thought i'd ever be but it's obviously because i live in different countries um it has to be but as soon as i get back my my trips are always planned about who west ham's plan are they at home yeah. enough that I go? Yeah. where can we go and do that and we had the talk the other day of obviously if West Ham made Champions League or Europe, oh, I'd I'd be at every single one. There's yeah. not a, I would never miss it. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. I get that totally. No, I'm the same. I'm the same with well, Tennessee because yeah, I mean, I would. It is oh, yeah, yeah. I would have to. Yeah, well, I basically, it's everything I have to organise around football and West Ham. So it's literally, you know, like my my wife's birthday is on the Saturday. We're playing on the Sunday, the last game of the season. So it's like she's like, I'll put this really nice restaurant. What day? The Saturday. Oh, thank God for that. No, I remember like... when I was, I must have been 16 in the Toto Cup. Um, I got a train back on my own. I must have been 16. I was in Cornwall. I got a train back on my own to go to the preliminary game of the Inter Toto Cup. Nice. Uh, I remember going there. There was hardly anyone there. I fell asleep on the seats, got back, went back on the train to Cornwall. But I went to every game home and away in Toto Cup because it was just like, when I just think like, how mad are you to do that sort of stuff? Yeah, it was yeah. Terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. 
and like obviously the youth cup games and things like that we used to go to um it was brilliant it's, it's like a big family west ham it is it is and i think even more so you probably feel even more like a family being thousands of thousands of miles away as well isn't it you know it, it's it, it, you probably cling to it a lot more i mean obviously we interview fans all over the world not necessarily guys from round here who have moved yeah. a lot of people who have you know interview god i don't know like just, yeah like back yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like bangalore or or hong kong or thailand or you know guys in I know, chicago who just picked west ham because they hadn't won fuck all like the ball like the cubs hadn't won fuck all yeah. when when they were to get when they, when they were supporting you know, all those type of things and it is a real family community you know you've obviously you've got that that sort of uh that sort of you know blood connection obviously having sort of you know been there from the early 90s onwards but you still take it with you and with your boys and stuff like that and so yeah it's is it's great i love it <laughs> i do love it but yeah i know i know what you mean you have to sort of you look at i look at my <laughs> so i've got a meeting comes into my calendar at like five o'clock yeah like, i can't do that because i've got to be at the ground for four for an eight o'clock kickoff it's not going to work but yeah it's um yeah it must be it's a sickness and i think that's probably yeah. from, i don't think people who follow top sides or ever understand it and, I, and i'm saying yeah. people like us even tottenham fans to an extent everton fans people they've won stuff in the past but in our mm. life everyone never won nothing um you must love it to watch them win nothing we've seen west ham go up and down newcastle fans that sort of thing and you cling to that old shit player that you bought and yeah. <laughs> you all remember it and like someone like samasia boo is a hero like it's yeah. A, like yeah, the, yeah yeah the other clubs they like, if you're a man united fan you don't get that the shit player that you bought you remember for being like bebe you remember what yeah. waste of money that was it wasn't like we clung to this geezer who was absolutely useless and made him our hero <laughs> it's true it's like it's true it's like someone like jemba jemba no one remembers really from man united no. but you know as you said pete butler i mean he's not a shit he was my idol the first yeah. time i met was pete butler um but i know what you mean, I know yeah. what you mean. we have these but they're cult heroes aren't they because they're not so shit but it's like they're cult heroes and so <laughs> oh, people like jimmy walker cult hero yeah. came to us like yeah. they, they he wasn't the top top goalkeeper but he was our top goalkeeper he yeah. saved one penalty against Lampard. Yeah, it was it. Adrian, <laughs> think all these people, they've done one thing or but then gone on to do more things for the club. But they yeah. never it's so true, man. It's so true. I love it. No, I love it. It's it's and we've had loads of them. We're very fortunate to have a lot of them on. Um right. Talking of hopefully well, you might have some shit players in you eleven. You might do. Who knows? I don't care. Um no, on, so we so we, we as I said, everyone we've had on the channel, bar Harry Redknapp. Nigeria Coca and uh and Ian Bishop Ian Bishop everyone else has picked an 11 and so the idea being is you pick the you can pick whatever criteria you want but the only rule is you have to be alive to a seed and play so you you've got almost or well, you do have an identical I think I'm maybe one year older than you an identical um group of players to pick from so it'd be interesting yeah it'd be interesting right so who's between the sticks for the Sam 11. this was a tough one I thought because there's been so many obviously Ludo's cult hero then you got, I thought Shaka was brilliant for us. Um, and Robert Green obviously was brilliant. He, he went to England. Even yes. Roy Carroll um, yeah. was very good. But I've actually gone with Fabianski. Um, yeah. And I actually think he is one of the best signings that we have ever made. Yeah. For the money we paid, I think he's phenomenal. Um, yeah. So I think he's, he's my number one. 
without yeah. a doubt. No, I agree. I agree. It might, but my only gripe with Fabianski is we, we didn't get him. It would been great no. to have got him before he went, you know, when he went to Swansea. If we had him then, he would have been, in my opinion, in the same realm as Ludo because he would have played you know, a good seven or eight years probably for the club. I um, agree with you on that. Um, and, yeah. it, and it was a tough one putting him in over someone like Ludo or, or yeah. Shaka, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. And all them, to be fair, there were some good goalkeepers in there. We've had some, we've had some good ones and all, but the uh, yeah. Bernard Lama, that was a good one. The, uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. And Roberto, we've had, we've had a few. We had, yeah, we had a sort of a spate, didn't we? We had like Ludo for ages, and then like, and then it was like a bit of a oh shit, um, um, and it, everyone... he had Howler yeah. again. Bradford, didn't he? Neil Finn. Exactly. Neil That's Finn. Nothing. Hopefully Finn Neil's coming on with his one. Oh, yeah, really? yeah, I'll get Neil on. We've had, with goalkeepers is, is an area we seem to have done really well with. We've had uh, as I said, we had we've had we've had Jimmy on, we've had Stephen on, we've had Shaka on, we've had uh Joe Seeley on, we've had oh, oh I, Joe, I love Joe. I love Joe. Joe's a top boy. Um who else? Dad was a lovely fella. Oh yeah, top man's top man's they were. Yeah, but we've done well. We've yeah, we've had about probably about half a dozen. Uh, David James, fuck, we had David James on recently. So that's another yes. good goalkeeper we oh, had. Oh yes, I mean we just we've done really well. Played for us a lot of times. It's funny when you go back over these things, you think, oh, we've actually had some good. Yusi yeah. was a good goalkeeper. Yusi was a great keeper for us, wasn't he? And Darren Randolph as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I mean Adrian, to be said. I mean Adrian is a typical West Ham goalkeeper. You know, yeah. just like just brilliant in one game and an absolute dog another game you know and then that's that's just, that's just West Ham but yeah Fabianski I agree he's he was in my team I just think he is the best goalkeeper technically I think I've ever seen um he's just so it's it's like now it's obviously I'm still at the game so you know when the ball comes across and it's like a, a something to across to claim I don't even look at Fabianski catching it because I know he's going to catch it yeah I'm looking at who he's going to throw it to already you know just have that sense of confidence and obviously when he wasn't in the team last season Seems mentally, it was last season ago. Um, you know, the team went to shit. Pellegrini lost his job and Roberto, and yeah. you know, it's so important, right? But, um, at least we've gone for another season, which is good. Um, totally right. Okay, so Fab's in goal. Let's go, uh, defense. Who's your first? Yeah, you go for it as you want to, Sam. There's only one number three, number three, my hero. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't get any better. Um, yeah. I think from that first game that we ever saw him play, um, yeah. he scored two that day. I think he did. Yeah, because I said, I said, "Oh, you scored my first ever goal." I saw when I, mean, I scored two that day, Russ. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. I, I know, I know he did, but it was the first one because it was yeah, like it was you, one Yeah, thirty-five. I you know, still remember that goal, um, and I remember the one against Man City, and he he never got the uh, acclaim that he, he did as a footballer. No, he was a fantastic footballer. Um, yeah. his passing was insane actually um, and obviously the tackling everyone remembers him for the tackling think more thuggish or whatever but mm. he was a fantastic player touch and for someone that didn't warm up or train that yeah. hard he, he could have been even better mental in it yeah I asked him that question I said is it true you didn't is that you never used to warm up but nah no, I'd uh, I'd I put my, put my kit on. I put my kit on. Sit in the hot bath with my kit on. Uh, with a Mars bar and a can of coke. Madness. Madness. When you think now, like madness, it's funny. I'm just listening to Arsene Wenger's book at the moment, and it, like you, you that, and you listen yeah. to 
that and that. It's like, <laughs> you were the same era. <laughs> oh, I loved him. Yeah, yeah, top Julian, if for me, there should be a statue of him outside the ground for me because I think yeah. he's, for me, he's up there with the greatest ever West Ham player. Yeah, no, I agree. He's there. He's from Bobby Moore. Obviously, Bobby Moore is there, but then you've got the, the Billy Bonds, the Trevor Brookings. He is there for me. Mm. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. I think particularly for our generation, because we never saw any of them play. So no. you know, it's like it's almost like a tier system, isn't it? They're like, you know, there's like, you know, that for that era, every era has them. And obviously for our era, it is people like Julian Dix and people like that and, and Ludo and, and guys like that. You know, that sort of era epitomized those players. And yeah. Julian's, yeah, as you said, he was. But he's one of those guys who transcends generations. So the older players, younger players, younger fans, older fans, um, and stuff like that. But for Julian, well, okay, Julian's in. Made much of, you know, when he was when he was the number two. I didn't ever feel that he. We used that. No, as much. Really. No. Um, there should have been a lot more fanfare around that, really, because it was great to have him. There. Yeah, but he didn't like any of that. No, but it, no. It, it's a shame. It's like, like, it was a shame. Brought a new era of fans to Julian Dix. Mm. It was a shame because obviously the last game of the season when we did the big thing at the end with Ben and 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 uh, and Bianca, we had um he was meant to be doing some. We was trying to get him to do a bit like um because we introduced like I think we introduced all the like the former Ham of the Years yeah. or something like in ta and and um he didn't want any of it, so we had a spare taxi. No, Billy Bonds didn't turn up, so two spare taxis. It was a shame, but he's never been like that. He's never been that type of person, you know. So no. Um, it's just it's just funny, isn't it? You think if I if that was me, right? But that's just me. Maybe it's just my personality. I'd be all over it. I'd be all over it. You know, like doing everything. You know, but it's yeah. like, but yeah, but it doesn't matter. Maybe that's part of the, part of his charm because he's not because he's like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not if, if, in everyone's faces all the time. But nah, fair fair play to him. Uh, right, so Julian's in. Who's next? Who's next in defence, man? I'm going with Rio. Um, Rio. I think he. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a defender. As good as him, uh, in all my, in all my, still watching the game now. I don't think I've ever seen someone as confident as he is on the ball. And it was funny because we got Rio, we didn't get Man United Rio. We no. had Rio doing tricks at yeah. the back. He was, yeah. he used to lose the ball. I can remember he done a double drag back against Newcastle at home, and he put it for a diddy of man's legs, and. I just thought that is the best thing I think I've ever seen a centre-half do. Um, yeah. I remember it as a kid, and I remember going home trying to do the same and things like that. But he obviously went to Leeds and he learned to defend more than Manchester United. And, and what a career. But I'm taking him just for when he was Rio at West Ham. Yeah. Not Rio, Man United or whatever. Yeah. Rio at West Ham, I think he's still up there with the best centre-back we've ever had. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. He was... He was uh... Yeah, as you said, we we got him. We he, he was a different player then when he went to yeah. when he moved, and um, arguably, you know, if in a retrospective view of his career, he obviously had you know he had an amazing career. But you know, you look at it, if we had a, if he still had a little bit of that West Hamness in him, he would be in oh. the Braces and Maldini hundred yeah, percent tears, wouldn't John he? Terry's a fantastic defender as well, and it's yeah. always. Who was better, Rio or John Terry? And I, I don't know. I think, yeah, if he'd have done a bit more of that, I think if Rio had played in today's game, he'd have yeah. been at City, and yeah. he would have, he would have been, he would have bossed the game. Mm. 
he would have he was a better player than Virgil van Dijk in my opinion yeah uh, but van Dijk's sort of on this pedestal now where Rio could have sort of been there but he maybe played in a little bit of the wrong era as well he come mm. out of the, sort of the end of the tackling era yeah yeah exactly and, and and sir alex was was he wanted his defenders to defend primarily wasn't it so it wasn't about net nowadays defenders are the same as midfielders you know they're interchangeable really yeah. um and i mean look at liverpool they've had yeah, you know, defenders playing center back and because they've had to so and, and, Mascarano. yeah exactly so he would have fitted into arguably the modern day slightly better i think than, than maybe his era there because of his natural ball playing ability but anyway rio's in that's the main thing rio's in the the palmer 11 right okay we've got dicks we've got rio who's next I've, this was a really hard one because there's there's been a couple and I, I suppose you it should be alvin martin i suppose yeah. but i've gone with ginge yeah just because i love him um he doesn't he was brilliant for us and actually gabidon probably is there as well yeah Winston reed they they were fantastic players igor stimach was a great player for us as he well was. yeah um, he was razor done well for us um there was a, there's a few there but i think for me ginge cult hero mm. you can rely on him every week he's gonna yeah. and next to rio i think that's kind of the perfect partnership yeah 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 definitely you've got a bit of guy and a bit of, mm, bit of yeah grit. garland grit we missed him when he went to villa um yeah well i he, think i think he came back a better player i think, I think actually did. the best thing he did for west ham was leaving because he then was with richard dunn yeah and and he's like that type of player and he came back i, I don't remember much of Ginger's first stint but his second stint i remember him because maybe he was more of a you know chisel grizzle man and you know yeah. um but yeah no he's a top boy Ginge, top binge yeah yeah he's a, grit. that's like that brilliant brilliant guy um loves the club yeah epitomize everything about someone who comes to play for west ham and took it all on board definitely definitely yeah that's what i like right okay dixie rio uh ginge i've gone for a, me right back i think we'll be saying Sufal in in time I, I agree i agree he yeah. will be but i'm he did he hasn't he's only had a season not even full season <laughs> so i can't put him in so i've gone for stevie potts Yes, girl Steve Potts. Which I don't know if he'd make a lot of people. It was when going for it, I was trying to think you had Shemmel and Impey, mm. even Antonio just played there and people <laughs> like that. But Stevie Potts played so many games for West Ham. Another one that probably doesn't get the the praise that he deserves. Same as Julian. Same as Julian. He yeah. doesn't he doesn't like doing he things, you know. Man a little bit, Steve yeah. Potts. He played so many games, was captain of West Ham for many years, was very small and played centre half. Yeah. Um, which said when you think it was about it was the days of the big center forward alan shearer's things like, like that the Definitely. big the bigger forward man ferguson and all that and he was playing against them and doing well so i think uh stevie potts gets in my team yeah and and, and obviously he's still you know he's he's in the under 20 the under 23s and things like that and but he's the same he's the same as june very you know doesn't like doing okay. him with, we've had lots of lots of his mates are trying to get him on the on the show and he doesn't want to do he doesn't like doing them so it's like i think because it's like his job do you know what i mean it's, he, yeah. he never did interviews really like tv interviews either we found one which we did um which we put up when we did a little video a little appreciation night for him but even that was like 30 second video you know interview and stuff but no yeah 
again, one of those guys who's sort of that modern day legend, really. Our sort of our, our, yeah, I think yeah, our, exactly. Newer age, I remember Steve Potts. No, our age will they're they're yeah. Yuri and Bishops and things like that. That that's that yeah. was our age. John Moncrose yeah. and that that so they were our legends. Yeah, I, swear, that, I mean that was when football was fun. I'll be honest. I think I find football boring now, so like from a, a personality perspective. Yeah. You know, it's like that's why someone like Deck stands out head and shoulders with all the younger players because he's just got personality when he interviews him and he talks so well and so openly and hasn't had anything media trained out of him in terms of how he interviews yeah. whereas everyone else is so boring i just find it really boring football for getting done over and it's, it's yeah really because even like the celebrations and things like mm. that had a celebration ian wright like what a great yeah. man that was yeah. for football um, even when he's at Arsenal, celebrated every goal like it, it was his last. Um, that's what you wanted in your team. Yeah. They've killed football now. Um, yeah, it is more boring. I've got a lot of friends that have actually stopped watching football as much, which is they just don't find it as exciting anymore. Which no nah, makes sense. I understand not. that. I understand yeah, totally. That was a... right. Okay, there's there we go. Right, who's the next player? Let's move on. Let's move on. Right. Who you got next in your team? Right wing. I'm yeah. going Trevor Sinclair. Good old Trev. I think he was a brilliant player for us. Yeah. Uh, the He could play in different positions. He played up front, right wing. We were sort of a five at the back at the time with Harry, weren't we? And he, yeah. he was, I thought he was a really, another kind of underrated. He scored goals, um, was good in a tackle, fast, got back in the England squad with us, didn't he? He did, uh, yeah. Played he right did. back at the at World Cup, didn't he? Uh, I think he played. Yeah, so he's, he, I think he started left wing, didn't he? And left, I think yeah, he played left everywhere. Wing or something, something like, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Was he more? Was he predominantly right or left? I can't actually. Remember. I think he played. I mean, I, I, I mean, he's in, he's in my eleven at right wing, and I think that's what he yeah. tends to be known as best. But he was one of those guys who could play anywhere, really, anywhere, and he and he would play a decent role wherever you put him. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Not yeah. just like he was a good player, a very good player. We got he him. Was. He was a cheap player for us as well, but he, uh, I remember he scored a couple of goals, I think, against Tottenham 2 1. I think one was outside of his boot, top corner. He was he never scored a tap him. No, no, he was uh, obviously <laughs> a bicycle kick he's remembered for at QPR, but he was a very good player. It was sad to see him go, actually. It was, yeah, but he's wherever he's gone, he's been adored. So, you know, he's still really into West Ham and, and, and loves the club. And we've had him on a few times. He's done a few bits for me. He's, he's a top boy. And, um, and yeah, but he's same as, same as City, you know, QPR, like everywhere he's gone, he's been loved. And so that's a, a mark of the player. Very similar to like Ian Bishop, for example. He was the same. Man yeah. City, yeah, us, he's still adored and and, um, and sinks. And because we put sinks in, we get a retweet because he basically watches everything he's in. So that's great. Brilliant. Oh. Well done, Sam. <laughs> there you go. Well, Social okay. engagement at its best. Right. Who's next, man? Right. I'm going for Declan in the middle. Oh, um, yeah. Which this is a tough one because obviously you've got Lampard, Carrick, Cole, um, all these Moncour, Hutchinson, Lomax, um, even Hayden Mullins. To be fair, well, um, Hayden, Hayden Mullins is one of those players, right, that doesn't get a look in or any fans eleven. But you no. interview any player, so we've had Bobby on recently and various, and anyone who played with him, he goes in their team. Because he's like there, he's he he's a brilliant of... player for us. But I remember West Ham fans used to moan about him. Yeah. Oh, Mullins, Mullins, Mullins. Um, but 
I, he was brilliant. He used to break it down and give it away. He, he was a really, really good player for us. Um, he was. Obviously, that we had the Mascarano as well, which was stupid, obviously. Um, but it, he, he didn't. He was a good player. Fletcher was a good player for us as well. Yeah. Um, the, but I, I'm going for Declan. Um, definitely, I think he's. I hope this kid goes on. If it's with us or not, he gets my blessing. Wherever he goes, I, I love this kid. I just think he's. I just love watching every. When I watch West Ham, I watch him. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny. It's uh, and people have said to me, oh, I've heard Tottenham fans, brother-in-law, like, oh, Harry Winks is better, and this person's better, and this person. They're not. They're not in the same league, and that's why he starts for England. Now he will be England captain. Um, yes. I did think he'd probably move back to centre half, or he'd go to Man United or somewhere and go to centre half. Um, but now I think he's actually he will stay in midfield. Um, yeah. But it, what a great player! Like, he's just what he can do. He's long passing, short part, but he's the way he breaks up play. Yeah. I don't think we've ever had a player in my no. life that I've seen that can do it no. with ease. No. Yeah. He's, he's the only one who seems to tackle in the Premier League. No one else tackles. And brilliant. He, like, he it's tackles. A, yeah. It's, oh, and obviously, look, he's found his thing. Suchek, I think it's another great. He could be the man. We, it, West Ham fans have really got on board with him. But mm. they found a perfect combination there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, a little bit of me wishes it, he, he, they just made him the captain rather than the, the armband keep going backwards and forwards. Say to that, him, yeah. I hope next year they say, you know what, you're the captain now. Um, yeah. Mark's not in the team. I, I find it a bit silly where you're in and out of the captain and giving it over and think, I find it all a bit silly. Mm. Just make him the captain. Make Mike the vice captain, still the voice in the dressing room. Mm. Um, but I just, I kind of like that. Just give it to him. Make him the man. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I see both sides. I, I, can, I, I can totally see, you know, he's a bit, he's a bit, so particularly like during the game when he's trying to hang. Jason Mark trying to put a fucking it's why, why they can't get two why they can't get two captains armbands and just swap put one in sock I don't get it I don't get why they have to have any one you know no. there's they're, they're multi million pound players yeah. and companies and they can't afford more than one captain's armband so and so, it's so it's a bit silly um it, but to me it shows it shows Declan's respect um I as a, I think that's about a mark of him to be honest with you yeah that's what I mean because. It just for me, it's yeah, and I bet if you said to Mark, "Do you do you care about coming on for three minutes with Mark?" Um, I think Mark would say, no. "Care less." Um, yeah. He's that kind of guy. Um, yeah. I just think it's the the, the flames pass now to to Declan. Yes. Um, yeah. We all love Mark, and he should be celebrated for what he's done one hundred percent. And I hope he gets his proper send off next year because yeah. um, he's been fantastic for us. But yeah. Declan, I think if we're gonna try and keep this guy. We got to pull out all the stops. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's he'll be. That's what I mean. At least there's like a roadmap now for him. So you know he knows basically at the end of at the end of the um, you know end of next summer he's got the keys of the castle. Yeah, it's his. It's his. You know, part of me wishes we still had those big turrets. So yeah. you know he could like have a have a, a ceremonial key to those, that castle turrets. But he'll be king of the castle, and he'll be the poster boy, and he'll be. The man, he'll be the he'll be the modern day West Ham, and I'm mean, funny. The guy's played over a hundred times for us now already. Yeah. Was it twenty two? Christ, you know who knows? 
how many games he could play if he stayed with us for a you know prolonged period of his career. Hopefully, not all of it. You know, why not? You know, um, the club's got to show ambition to keep him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's that good. Um, yeah. And I think, sadly, I don't know if it will. Um, if we, if the club, hopefully, he sees you know what we're progressing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, in Europe, you get it. If you don't. Then you start looking, is he going to stay? Things like that. You just hope he doesn't go to somewhere like a Tottenham or somewhere like that. He goes to a, a top club. Yeah. I mean, we were always, most of us were, you know, a lot of people were resigned to him leaving last summer and were literally walking yeah. him out the door, wishing him all the best to Chelsea or whatever. Um, and, you know, he, I mean, it's, I don't even think the Premier League, I think he could walk into any any of the top sides in the world and, 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 and improve yeah. their team. Um, he, he's such a unique role, the role he plays. There's not many at all that are better than him in the, in the world, I'll tell you at the moment. Um, he just gets it done. With oh, it, yeah. premiership, you, but you look in Spain, things like that. Is he technical enough to play there? I think so. Um, yeah, I think so. He's coming back, that he can play there. But I think, I pray that we keep him yeah. um, and build a team around him and say, you know what, we're going to make you the man. We're going to build a team around you. You will be our guy. Yeah, you, no, you are the next Bobby Moore. I'd and you know what? Do something like that. Bring the six out of retirement after a couple of years and give it to him and say, yeah. "You are that guy," because yeah. he could be. Um, I, in in my opinion, I think he he could be a modern day Bobby Moore. I agree. I agree totally. I think he could. He I think he could surpass. He could get bloody close to bloody. Oh, Billy Bonds, his, his appearance. Yeah. It's the amount of games that people that we play in the modern day, you know, and and so who knows? But yeah, he's um, you know, I mean, we've been fortunate. Obviously, he's injured. He's injured at the moment. He's he's you know, he's not an injury-prone person. No. Um, you know, the fact is, he you know, I mean, that Poland game where he apparently got injured, he was playing. He carried on playing for the next half hour. Apparently, right. he got back. It was, and and that was the so game that everyone depth though, because we rely yeah. on it far too much. We do. We do. Hey, now we do. Yeah. Um, because you you got to put Mark in there. Mark's legs are not there as much. Or, or no. you know what? It's not his legs are not there that much. We play a different way now. Yeah, it doesn't um, suit his game, though. No. We, we, we play on the counter and things like that. It doesn't – I don't see Mark in this number 10 role. I, I, I don't know why we keep going with it um, because he's never really played there in his life. Mark's no. better when he's sitting there tackling. Um, yeah. Another good passer of the ball. Um, yeah, no, definitely. No, I totally agree, man. So, yeah. yeah. It's all... King Declan in the middle. He's King Declan. Who's next? Oh, Who's next? Know. How could you make Declan captain over Julian? I don't know. Oof. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they can have a fight for it. They can um, my, my second one is probably going to cause the uproar is, is Frank. Um, yeah. It was, it was between him and Carrick. Carrick, I thought, was fantastic. But him and Deck are a very similar player. Um, yeah. Uh, but Lampard, I think people, he was probably one of our last, well, Nolan, I suppose, but last goal-scoring midfielders. Mm. Um, Suchek, I suppose, as well. But he was, uh, it was a shame that West Ham fans never actually gave him the chance, really. Um, mm. And I'm, I suppose I'm I'm putting him in there for really a little bit of what he did after as well. But yep. even at West Ham, he was fantastic. Um, yeah. I don't think we actually appreciated what he had, what we had. Um, with no, him, I think we did, and I, I think, think he did. everyone wrong. And good luck to him, um, because he took some dogs' abuse, he gave it back. Um, but I'd like, I'd like Frank, I'd like it to calm down with him a little bit now because mm. it's, 
I don't. I'm, I've, I've let go of that one. The yeah, Paul yeah. one went on say, What about Incy? That one went on. No, we can stick with Incy. No, but I still like you and Incy at all. But it's like, I think we should celebrate what a player we had with him um, a little bit. Yeah. A bit of stupidness. But then I think people forget his uncle, his dad, were all let go. There was that bitterness. People cheered when he broke his leg. He was a young kid. Mm. And really, them pricks had done that false this war that could never have happened yeah i mean he was i mean you, you know by obviously interviewing lots of people who are around the time whether he was there you know he was doing three four hours extra training every day because he knew that he was frank lampard's son and yeah. he was harry redknapp's nephew so it was almost like he had to and i think that if anything that that probably not necessarily to our benefit but to chelsea's benefit because then he, you know, is that work yeah, ethic? Kept they, going. Loved him. they loved yeah. him from, from the minute he walked in, and it he worked. Did. And and he's probably one of England's greatest ever midfielders. He's yeah. Chelsea's greatest ever goal scorer, and he's a midfielder, mm. just insane. Um, so he's got goals for us as well. So I'm I'm having Frank in there. Yeah, he, he, a great he, shout. Um, and then on the other side, oh, uh, it's a toss up. Probably I think my greatest ever player is Pyatt. Yeah. Um, I think he, Di Canio is the first one we all go to because we yep. loved him. But I think technically, Pyatt is the best player I've ever I seen. Agree. Um, yep. Tevez is there, but really we only got Tevez for six games. Yeah. Like we, we remember Tevez as this, yep. he was there 10 seasons. It was really six games that he played. Yep. Um, so it's a bit like Glenn Johnson as well. Um, yeah. He played a few games for us, um, so it, it was he one. It, would he be the right back one hundred percent? But he was he. Well, he didn't play enough. But Payet, no. I was so so sad when he went. I, yeah. I literally was one of the players that I just couldn't wait to turn. And I've got to say, Lingard has become a little bit of my Payet. Um, yeah, I get I that. Cannot wait to watch him. Um, yeah, and Ben Rama's got a little bit of him. Uh, and Definitely. I've got hope for Ben Rama that he's gonna mm. next season bed in a little bit and and start doing some bits because I think a goal or two, and he oh, yeah. he's gonna be good player. But Pyatt was just special. He yeah. he was a special special talent. It was so sad the way it all ended. Um, again, I think West Ham fans have kind of let go of it a little bit now, yeah. and we miss him. And I, I, it hurts me seeing him in the, when I see Marseille or whatever. I look at it. <laughs> <laughs> he should be a Nazi, <laughs> but he, uh, that I think for me, definitely he's there. So that's, yeah. uh, no, he is. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. He's, he's the best technical player I think I've ever seen. Probably ever likely to see, unfortunately. I don't think there's many yeah. times we'll get a Ballon d'Or nominee. No. Playing for us while he's playing for the same club. Um, but yeah, that was, builder I missed as well with Scotty Parker, obviously. Yeah. Um, another brilliant, brilliant player for us. Um, but, yeah, Lampard just beats him, I think. Yeah. 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 Okay. So put Lampard in. We'll put Pyatt in. Who's next? Who's next then? We've got two more spots. You've got Paolo. You have to go for Paolo. Um, I was assuming that was happening. Yeah. You have to do it. Um, I think just that everything about him, he was West Ham. Everything yeah. about him, he was off his head. Um, obviously, the Bradford game. My favourite Paolo game, I think, was Arsenal. Uh, yeah. Where he flicked it over Adams and Keown, and I think he scored two that day. We won two one, I think. With, with his shorts on backwards as well. With his shorts, shorts. Yeah. and do you know what? 
I used to wear my shorts backwards just because Paolo wore my shorts. <laughs> still done it up until about well, until I was playing. I used to always put them on backwards. It was crazy. I don't know why. That, that was the influence he had. Um, what was funny, I, years ago, I actually nicked Paolo's boots from the training ground. And uh, <laughs> my mate was playing there. And he went fucking ballistic. And then, like, a big inquiry was made into who nicked the boots and in the end i had to slip them back <laughs> i i probably caused harry a right load of pain but i'd nick these boots that have been broken in and, and I had them on my side and then mate come around and said sam we gotta give these boots back this geezer's tearing the training ground to pieces finding out <laughs> oh, oh well, give them back give them back <laughs> so i had his oh, brilliant. if you listen it was me the <laughs> But he gone back so as a main thing. Gone back in the end. More oh, good. Fate, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, no. But I mean, yeah, we're, we're, as you said, we talk about you know modern day footballers and Pia epitomise sort of modern day technical ability, whereas Di Canio epitomised that sort of fun era we were saying before, where he had the technical ability, may uh, not as much as Pia in all in all honesty, yeah. but he had that showmanship around himself, oh. which just made him, in my estimation. It's funny because I was actually I loved him for Celtic. Um, yeah, it was a time when I think Gaza was at Rangers, so you used to see mm. Scott football a bit more. And yeah, I just remember watching this guy and in the luminous yellow and black stripe. And I had a Celtic shirt with the Canio. I think it was seven on the back. And I can remember, and I remember the day when he signed for West Ham. I went over to park my mates, and they were all like, "He's come to you! He's come to you!" And I, and I couldn't believe it he was like my hero then so when he come finally come to west ham it was like fucking hell like you've got him so uh, i think you forget a little bit of how great it was with him he's become sort of this folklore that who's your favorite player worst part of the canyon like it's like it's that but people kind of forget the games and that he never traveled away and (laughs) craziness with him really that (laughs) brilliant I went to his debut against Wimbledon and they sang D I can like for literally 30 minutes. It was, uh, yeah. it was brilliant. Um, in the old white kit, it was, uh, yeah, it was, he was just that man that made us all happy. Yeah. He, he did. He just made you smile. He made you smile. He, even us. Oh, he did there with that defender. Like he, he put yeah. him on his ass. So that was it. You lost three nil, but <laughs> It was Paolo That's done the that. Thing. And the thing is, we, we're talking about him and we've both, we've both got his big Cheshire Cats grins on because that's what he brought to us. He, he was his smile and he made us enjoy our time. I mean, that whole period was just crazy. You talk about a Bradford City game, something like that happened every game, but it was just that yeah. that game epitomised just the whole thing, the whole, just every, and every facet of Di Canio, whether it was him being mesmeric or him being this petulant kid and wanting to get subbed off. And that's why I loved him because he was just, didn't know what Paolo was going to turn up when everyone goes on about that Everton uh, yeah. on the wall. Because if you rewind that and look at it, he was never going to score that goal. No. He caught it so high, he would never have even headed it. Yeah. <laughs> and you look at it and you go, oh, he's going to score on it. No, no, Paolo, you weren't. You caught he got it. on the wall you for it. So if he was going to score, he probably would have. The Who's my final? I'm going. Who's your final one? It was a tough one because obviously it was Tevez, there was Defoe, Kitson, Bobby, Colton. But I've gone for John Artson. Um, birthday boy. It's his birthday today. Is it? Happy wish birthday. Him happy birth- yeah, 43 today. He was the yeah. only player that when he left West Ham, I cried. I can still remember re- watching it on the news in the morning before I yeah. went to 
Um, he saved West Ham. Him and Kitson, mm, yeah. we were down. Um, yeah. That game against Tottenham, the first game, they scored. But it, I think it was a season after, he practically scored. I think he scored 26 goals or something like that. Something he, like, yeah. He's our last ever real goal scorer. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like when you think back. It's we crazy, were talking it? about it the other day, but he was a brilliant player. He just had everything. He was like, he was a mo- he was our Alan Shearer. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't as good, but he was he was Alan Shearer for us. And he's got. I mean, obviously, we we did a little uh, appreciation night for him as well. And looking at his goals, he, you know, I my assumption was he always scored like headed goals. Yeah, but it was only with that Tottenham game where he where he scored his debut, where he put Sol Campbell in the net with him and yeah. the goal. Um, that was really. He- I said, they're most of them were like really, it was just powerful shots and dinky finishes and stuff. He was a a strong, strong player for us and a a top boy, top boy. I love John. Yeah, he uh, he goes in for me, and I, like, as I said, I loved Kitson as well, and I think he was yeah. a bit unhappy with injury. But them two together were a perfect partnership for West. They were, they just uh, worked, didn't they? Yeah, they did, and we've and I loved Zamora, um, Dean Ashton. I like yeah. Colton, obviously because he's a cult hero. Um, done some brilliant things for West Ham, and should never be forgotten. Um, but they, they that that Hartson, I just think he he was more that complete player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe coming yeah. from Arsenal with that sort of that pedigree, like the yeah. or like the early Wenger, um, maybe that helped it. But he he was he was a good player. And yeah, no, he was. him to Wimbledon. Yeah, when you think now, like we lost him to Wimbledon for seven, I think it was seven point five million, something like that. Yeah, but every time when we had, when we had him on the channel, we've spoken about that, and every, every it was like sort of saying to him, "Oh, obviously you are." I think he was our record signing when we'd signed him. And he went, Russ, it's, he says, I've not been big-headed, but everywhere I went, I had a tag. When yeah. I went to Arsenal, I was the world's most expensive teenager. When I went to you, I was the most expensive player you bought. Went to Wimbledon, I was the most expensive player there. Celtic, you know, he's like, I. it was just part of it. I just you had to get used to it. He done very well at Celtic, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's brilliant. And Sutton, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. And last Yeah, Sutton yeah. Last. they had a really good side, that is. I mean, I mean, there's a team. That's a strong team, my friend. That's a strong team. That's a, that's a Champions League team there. That is, we won about top four now. No worries with that, that team. When you look at that, that is, and there's so many players that could have got in there. Oh, of course there is. You could have done 10 teams, man. That's the whole fun of it. That's the whole fun of it. Sam, man, you've hopefully you've had your breakfast because you've been up since four anyway. But anyway, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. My lasagna is going to be on soon, so that's almost good. Fantastic. Um, cheers, buddy. Really, really appreciate your time. Really, Come really on, fun. Come on, you guys. Obviously, thanks everyone for watching as well. If you're, if you're, wherever you're doing podcasts or whatever, um, make sure you check it out, YouTube, whatever. Check out and give us a share, like, give us a share, give us a subscribe. And for myself and from Sam, take care, everyone. Stay safe, wash those hands, get those jabs. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. And see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Bye, see bye. you later. Bye bye. Podcast Network.